The podcast you are listening to is part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinestudios.com. Welcome back to Dracast, the podcast where we talk about Dracula on NBC episode by episode. I'm Tab. And I'm Dan. And today we're talking about episode three, Goblin Merchantmen. Yes. Lots of interesting and stuff happened in this one. Lots of interesting stuff and lots of disgusting things happened <laughs> in this episode. It starts with a disgusting thing. It does. And it just continues to get disgusting and shocking and wonderful from there on out. <laughs> Yay, NBC. Yes. And of course, we have Jonathan and Mina heartbroken about each other, and they haven't talked in days, and wah. Cause he's a twit. <laughs> yeah, because he's a, a twit who doesn't realize, like, I was like, well, maybe he knows that he was being stupid, and he'd be like, oh, I was just trying to be cool in front of my friends and whatever. But then later, you're like, he says the same thing, and you're like, oh, you're an idiot. You're a giant moron. Dracula deserves her, not you. Yeah. But then when Dracula tries to fix your relationship, that should be an interesting sign right there. Right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Lucy is the weirdest friend ever. <laughs> well, uh, you know, she's lonely. And yeah. I think we understand why she's lonely in this episode. Mm-hmm. She's pining for Mina. Yeah. So she takes her out to get over Jonathan. Jonathan, and they get drunk on absence and champagne and crazy wild club of the, you know, Victorian era. (laughs) That lets women come in and get drunk. Right, yeah. Especially, like, posh women. I think it's fair to say this uh, show is not strictly historically accurate or period. Right, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care how bohemian your club is, no. (laughs) Oh, hi, Jack. You want to talk about the podcast? Yay, Jack the Kitten makes his appearance. <laughs> They're at the club, and of course, Dracula shows up. Yeah, well, saves Mina's like honor, do. too. Mm-hmm. From a young artist who, who was kind of right, in a way. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of rooting for him, in a sense. You know, come down here and tell me how to live my life. Right. But he's also a douche. A douche, yeah. <laughs> Pervy douche. Pervy douche. His pickup lines were hilarious, though. I was like, yeah, you go to a bohemian club, you don't. Don't expect not to be hit on like this. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, oh, and then the absinthe was really cool, too. Uh, even yeah. though, again, the flame ritual is not period either. I won't get into that brouhaha, but right. it's still cool to see. It was it was very well shot, the whole club scene, even though the whole time I'm like, yeah, this would never happen. Right. But it looked really cool. And poor Lucy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Dracula tells Jonathan he's an idiot. Well, specifically a fool... But then he is a man in love, which sometimes are the same thing. Right. And we get a lot more flashbacks uh, that are from Dracula's past. Yes, including the one at the beginning where we finally see the Order of the Dragon, who specifically Mm -hmm. and intentionally cursed him to become a vampire. Now, I really wish they'd spent more time on this, because I understand why they did it, but I think it was... extremely thin and just sort of hinted at. But the whole point was yeah. 
They wanted to turn him into a, a vampire to curse him, lead him away from God, because they were a Christian order, and they were cursing him specifically, turning him into a vampire, killing him so that he could be, uh, he'd have to be away from the sun, away from uh, his dear Ilona uh, for mm-hmm. all eternity, and um, all these things. Yeah. Basically, damn his soul. Right. Of course, mm-hmm. they, this was probably the first time they ever did this, because they forgot the one little thing <laughs> where he becomes a monster with superhuman right. strength. Has su- strength. Yeah. <laughs> Breaks out. I thought that. I thought that when we first saw him hanging up there, I'm like, really? What are you guys doing? Are you? Are you morons? <laughs> I mean, he had superhuman strength before when he was fighting all those dudes. Right. Uh, yeah, you guys are morons. <laughs> Oops, he escaped. It was an interesting call to to the vampire myth, though, because there was some sects of Christianity who said that, you know, it basically was a control thing for them. Said, you know, if you don't follow the rules, if you're not obeying, uh, then we're going to turn you into a vampire, basically, yeah. uh, undead, and curse your soul, and you never get to go to heaven. And especially in that time, that was, like, huge, the idea right. of you have this short life here on Earth, and then you're going to be cursed to never enter rest. You'll never be at peace. Uh, so it was an interesting thing to pull it into Dracula's story. Right. And I thought it was well done. It was just too brief in my person. It was too brief. I'm wondering if they, they, they relied too heavily on people watching the miniseries. Well, again, even the miniseries gave you the, the little brief glimpses into his past, but it did not. Mm-hmm. It stopped at the point of us seeing what they did with Ilona and with Dracula. So, right. um, Maybe, yeah, maybe they're trying to be more. I don't know. Maybe there'll be more flashbacks later. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're trying to be vague because they want to bring that story out later. Maybe. I hope. But regardless, I think we can all agree they were dumb. Yes. It was just gross. It was very gross. Needlessly, um, I don't know, over the top, I guess. But it was it was very over the top. But a lot of a lot of the scenes with Dracula have been a little over the top. I think that's what's gonna. I think that's their style, to be a little over oh, the top. sure. I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I did, like, I did like him trust up there and the light, you know, and <laughs> all that. That was fun. And then, of course, he had to eat them. Well, sure. It was a good morning, all, you know, all things considered. Yeah, not one of the worst mornings he's had. <laughs> uh, but, yes. So, Jonathan apologizes to Mina, and they kiss and make up. Oh, well, and then she proposes to him. Yes. Because she got tired of waiting, right? Right. And because she's a strong woman who's not going to, you know, do whatever Jonathan thought she was going to do. Right. But he's happy. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Yay. Um, And then he puts a crucifix around her neck instead of a ring. Well, he had the ring, but I think he probably left it somewhere, like in a drawer, because he's an idiot. But, uh, yes, so at at that moment, he gave her his cross. Yes, which is a which is fun foreshadowing. Fun vamp, yeah, fun foreshadowing. Fun, fun vampire playing with the myth. Mm-hmm. Um, Order of the Dragon, meanwhile, is not happy because no. Lord Lawrence of the uh, yeah sh- of selling of the stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he is sentenced to death. Yeah, they don't take anything lightly. These guys. No. This. Like really, <laughs> I never under like I understand it's a control thing when when cults and things like that do this, but like you you know you're decreasing your membership, <laughs> right? 
Oh, I'm sure there's there's other people just waiting to get in. But uh, I'd mm-hmm. never seen anyone use a sword like that before. Yeah, that was weird. Again, gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, gross. And, you know, he twists it and there's blood everywhere. And, of course, blood on Daniel's shoes. And yeah. he gets all broken up. He was already upset, but... Just a little. Yeah. And if you don't remember, guys, Daniel was the lover. He shoots himself in the head and leaves a suicide note implicating Grayson, a.k.a. Dracula. So, fantastic. <laughs> as if as if Dracula and Van Helsing didn't have enough uh, enemies right now. Right. But it also, this sets up, um, up the precedent, if you didn't already get it, the Order of the Dragon, they're, they're bad dudes here, and they don't let anything slip. When they mm-hmm. find out that Lady Jane is shacking with uh, Dracula, let, let alone Grayson. But, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. they probably set her up to go after Grayson to find out what he's doing. Uh, but when they realize, you know, that she's probably even falling for him, that's going to get a little messy for her. Yeah. And it almost happened in this episode. So the other thing that happened was Jane went to a psychiatrist to get help for the seers, mm-hmm. uh, which is more medicine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, incentive. Well, yeah, uh, a little help for the Sears, yeah. Yes, yeah, because they're, you know, psychic. Um, so the shrink goes to Van Helsing, who mixes up a tonic. He knows who they're for. Right. Uh, and they see Grayson with Jane, uh, with, quote-unquote, with, with, with Jane. <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes. And, of course, again, Dracula sees them. And they start choking, and they fall over, and we find out that Van Helsing is ready to do anything. And again, gross. Yeah, that was, again... But, you know, measures yeah. have to they be gave taken. They gave him a toxin that, that paralyzed them, but of course it's still going to be in their brain, so he had to smash them in the head. Mallet. Yeah. And Jane and Browning find the Sears all smashed in. Yep. And now there, Jane looks really scared. Yes, yes, she does. But speaking of Lady Jane uh, mm-hmm. and things that are really easy to find, what's up with her secret lair? All you have to do is walk up to a painting, push a button in the wall, and <laughs> secret lair. Hello, that was way um, too easy. Right. I'm sure Dracula's probably got a million secret lairs and knows how to get into them. But come on, you can work for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's not as good of a magician as Dracula is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that was kind of a touching scene, though. When he, So he's trying to find out what she's really up to. And, of course, he finds mm-hmm. the secret lair. It's a little cavern. Uh, can't tell if it's... I guess it was under, underground. And there's a big uh, Order of the Dragon kind of compass design on the floor. And then there's a yeah. cage where she's been keeping this poor, trapped vampire. And you see... Dracula weep because he can't do anything. Yeah. Well, he kind of like, doesn't he hear the vampire? Yes. Well, start off. Yeah, with? at first, and then, then he finds her, and she mm-hmm. begs him to kill her, and yeah. he shushes her, and it's very sad, which of course makes him very mm-hmm. mad as well. Yeah. And then he has that very sexy panther walk up, Jane. Mm hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, you're, I, I know that Jane eventually will have to suffer for. For Dracula. <laughs> I just don't know who she's going to suffer. Right. She's, she's doomed either way, right? Mm-hmm. So. 
but who knows? Yeah. She's a strong, strong slayer. She might be able to get away with something, but on the run, if anything. Yeah, because, you know, both of them, both of them are going to be pretty pissed off. Yeah. And continually pissed off, so... But yeah, I I agree. The the secret, like especially this time period, you had you know you had really great craftsmen and really great builders. It could be a lot more secret. Especially if you're a member of a big organization, you could probably right. Get it obviously the, has money. Yeah. Oh, she's a lady after all. She, I mean, she just walks right up to it and pushes the <laughs> wall thing and ta-da. oh sorry, I'll get over it. Yeah. If I had anything against this episode, that would be. Too easy. <laughs> Too easy to find the secret lair. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, it's the order of the dragon lair, yeah. if you do find it. Well, now he knows. Ta-da! In case you had any questions. <laughs> right. Uh, I did love the heartbreaking scene where Dracula leaves Mina flowers and is trying to stay there until she sees it and then can't. because right, the sun's coming out. That was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that nixes my theory from last episode that maybe he could control the weather. Eh. I guess not. Yeah. Maybe that was just fortuitous. Maybe it was. Uh, and I also really loved um, the scene where Jonathan and... I just blanked on his name. Renfield? The manservant. Yeah, Renfield yeah. are talking to the, the guy and Renfield basically takes over the conversation. Right. Never presume to defend me to anyone. Yes, very, mm-hmm. very good. And I like I like shows like that where they acknowledge the the racial tensions of the era, but then like slam yes. them. Like I have power even though I'm a black man living in Victorian England. You know, I loved it. Yep. Let's see what else happened. Oh yeah, so uh, Mina almost lost her chance to be Van Helsing's assistant because you know the hangover and sleeping until two in the afternoon. <laughs> Right, but, and of course Lucy didn't want to wake her up. So, yeah. but uh, but uh, she was able to in- encourage Van Helsing to give her a second chance. So that's good. But I wonder if Van Helsing knows is trying to work with Mina because of Dracula's interest or not. I don't know. That's probably yeah. It's un- it's unclear if he knows because obviously the only uh, the only person that we know he knows is Renfield. Right. Right. No. So that that could lead to something interesting too if. If he doesn't know and he finds out, maybe he'll use Mina against Dracula to get what he wants. Excellent. It was a very jam-packed episode. I kind of got lost a couple times. I'm like, wait a minute, what are we doing now? (laughs) All right. This guy's killing himself. Hmm. No, I think that was it. Lots of good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm very interested to see where the whole thing goes and especially with everybody being very suspicious of Grayson like is Van Helsing going to you know make this concoction so he can stay out in the sun and then that'll cool off for a while or I don't know right well we know it's temporary so even if he's Mm -hmm. able to make one that maybe lasts longer he might make it last just long enough that Dracula has to run back and hide at the most inopportune moment right so yeah there could be a lot of oh where'd that guy go (laughs) What's me just here? <laughs> that masked man go. <laughs> and the accent isn't bothering me as much. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice it. I didn't even say anything about it. You're right. Uh-huh. Though, I, again, he did a lot of speaking in his normal accent, yeah. so, or something closer to his normal I've accent. I've noticed when he's in Dracula mode, it's a much deeper, mm-hmm. angry kind of Batman kind of voice. You notice yeah. that? Mm-hmm. So he's got the 
nasally nasally American voice and the really deep Dracula voice. Don't push me. Right, right. I'm Dracula. Yeah, and the deep the deep voice helps. (laughs) (laughs) It's the nasally that's just like, oh, stop, stop talking. Just panther climb up somebody again. (laughs) (laughs) We all know what Taz wants to see. There you go. That's a good good segue uh, to what the one million moms don't want to see. Right. Uh, I saw an article that uh, said the one million moms were whining about the show because it's extremely violent and near pornographic. Yes. As you said, that's why it's on at 10 p.m. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, if if anything comes out of it, this just shows you that it's a popular show uh, because it caught their attention and they're, they're complaining about it. Yeah, and it's it's. I understand. I mean, there are you know there are concerns with pornographic imagery on TV when kids are watching TV. Sure. But if your kid's up at ten o'clock at night watching the show, you've got deeper problems than the show. Right. <laughs> and you know, if it's a problem, then you should be talking to your kids, not to the internet. <laughs> right. Signing petitions. Right. I mean, most people have cable at this point. You're gonna get a lot worse on cable than you are in the show. Right, but presumably those million moms don't have cable, and all they've got is NBC. And I can understand them saying that primetime, well, this is later than primetime, but broadcast television, it probably pushes a boundary. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even think Hannibal was quite as violent as this show has been in small bursts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but I think I'm sure they complained about Hannibal as well. Yeah, it, it, it's been fairly violent for something that is on an, a big three or four network, but... It's vampires. It's vampires. <laughs> yeah. You kind of you have to be violent. Yeah, biting someone in the neck and drinking all their blood, kind of violent. Look, even Edward was drinking deers, okay? Come on. <laughs> they eat things with blood right. in them. Yes. Stefan, Stefan does the same thing. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, vampire. I think just the idea of a vampire show would get them upset. Sure. Because vampires equal sex mm-hmm. and violence. That's why they're great metaphors for humans. Yep. That's why we should study them like I do. And <laughs> yes. Uh, but yes. And the, the ratings were down again this week. Like it's 2.9. Further down than last week? Yeah, further down than last week. It was 3-something last week. 2.96 million. So. But again, I mean, Sleepy Hollow was down too. The same, this is the same night. It's down at... Uh, nine and Fox, mm-hmm. uh, and they get a lot of DVR bounce up. So I really think that Friday nights are really hard for live viewers. Well, it's hard for me. I, that's why I DVR mm-hmm. everything. But yeah, I still watch it. It's good right. stuff. It is. And Sleepy uh, Hollow too. That's another good show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. A lot of people are asking, "Is Sleepy Hollow or Dracula better show?" And I'm like, "They're you can watch them both. They're on different times. Right. <laughs> you don't have to pick." I fully expect to see a vampire in Sleepy Hollow sometime this season. Yeah. I don't see why not. A couple of hundred years later, you know, one of uh, Ichabod's friends from the past just happens to show up. He's a vampire. Yay. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're dealing with death, yeah. so he should be able to make some vampires. He's got demons already, so yeah. why not? Undead cops. <laughs> yeah, zombie cops. Right. Uh, yeah. But I think that's it I have for this episode. I no. segued. Sleepy Hollow is a great show. Go watch it. <laughs> it's super cheesy, but delicious. Yeah, I like cheese. Mm-hmm. You need, you need some popcorn TV in your life, I think. I think so. Can't eat either one of these shows too seriously. Mm-mm. 
It's a steampunk vampire. Yeah. With a really bad accent. I don't think we mentioned that. The, the credits at the beginning of Dracula. Very oh, sexy, yeah. steampunky, gothic, very cool. Yeah, I like the, the animatic, animatics, mm-hmm. animatics of it. Yeah, it looks really cool. And it's got, I like credits that, you know, a lot of people do the no credits now, but I like credits that have ties into the storyline. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, yeah. So you've got the, in the credits, you have the, the scene of Dracula being released from his impaled coffin and things like that. I like that. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. And violent. Well, <laughs> yes, bloody and red all over the place. Yes. It's just the credits. The credits are extremely violent. (laughs) That's what the One Million Moms is. That's all they saw. (laughs) Right. They saw the, what the hell is that? Blood everywhere. There's gears. We're not watching that. Right. (laughs) Oh. Anyway. (laughs) I think that's it from us and Dracula. Yep. For this week. Yes. We'll talk to you again next episode. Bye. Bye. Gah. Yay, me.